everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, Chief Host of the Rambles, and joining me as always is none other than my wonderful co-host, Avira. Aw, Joel, thank you. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're having a fantastic night. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this awesome episode, are you? You know it. Right on, let's do it. I was actually wondering to admit it that you were gone last week. Unfortunately, yeah, last week, guys, I'm sorry about that. I was very sick, had like a fever and all that. But hey, I'm a lot better now, and that's all in the past, and we're moving forward. That's the way it should be. And now, to set the mood, we have our interim host, Noble. And it's a great day to deny wet in the bed. <laughs> if you've ever seen um, Drawn Together, you'd know that joke. Yeah, I know what you mean, bro. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness is all I can say. Well, <clears throat> now, let us get started with what we've got on the show, then. So, who is excited? Oh, I'm always excited, of course. Yeah. Who's I'm excited pessimistic. in particular to living out the fantasies of being a wizard? Well, that's been the talk of the town lately. It really has been the talk of the town, but I actually want to tell you a bit of my story about it, because I... Mm -hmm. If I'm honest, I never could get into Harry Potter all those years ago when I was a kid. I was like, mm. And it didn't help at one point where um, when I was watching one of the Harry Potter movies on the big screen, it was Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. The big screen basically crapped out and caught fire. Wait, and seriously? Guess... There was a fire at your um, cinema? Well, not a fire, but the big screen, the projector thing caught fire and the, the movie was kind of cut out because of the whole like the screen burnt. Oh my goodness! No, everyone was safe. Every there was no evacuation <laughs> order or nothing. It was just the projector just crapped out. Oh man! And Incendio. That... <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, they just left the sour mouth, and it made me think, Harry, what the fuck are you doing, ruining that movie like that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, man, I, I grew up with Harry Potter. You know, it was like, I remember every year I used to go to like the movie theater with my grandma. And um, it, it was always a really exciting thing when uh, like the new trailer for like the next Harry Potter movie would come out. Because it, it was always like so dramatic and exciting. It's like, oh, the Wizarding World. Oh, next year there's going to be another Harry Potter movie. That was freaking cool, man. Indeed. No, what's your story? When it came to Harry Potter, it wasn't really something I'd went to go see at the cinema or play the games or read the books. I did watch the movies, but once they were released on uh, DVD at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's not so bad. I mean, I've never played a Harry Potter game before, but speaking of this, this may be the very first time I've picked up a Harry Potter game, and I'm not even a big Harry Potter fan. Like, Suffice it to say, I dislike Harry Potter, but 
what is happening now has just compelled me to want the game more. And that is a microcosm of what's going on right now. Even a lot of like non-Harry Potter fans are starting to get interested in this game for various reasons. Indeed. And it, we've talked about Hogwarts Legacy in, um, in the past couple of episodes, mm-hmm. how they've organized major boycotts and all that. But now the developers have just basically been taking it all in stride and just powering through it. Like, and now <laughs> we can see, you know, the, the, the records on Twitch, it's become like the most popular game streamed of all time. Like it's broken some Twitch records. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Despite the whole, oh, well, J.K. Rowling is, you know, such and such. There's a lot of fake controversy by some radical wackadoodles out there. But the game itself seems to be really, really good. Yeah. Definitely. And what's what's great about it is it's not some woke bullshit. You know, it's not like SJW crap. It's just the magical land of Hogwarts. I mean, I'm sure there's some elements in there, but like... Now, granted, overall. I will say this, though. It's, it's been kind of an open thing that it's just kind of gone some modern adaptations. Mm-hmm. But even then, that was not enough to satisfy the boycotters in question, and yet it's still succeeding. It's not... I don't think it's too on the nose, but rather it's just there. Well, well yeah. Of course, you know, for the modern age, there has to be some kind of I guess pandering, yeah, to to the wackadoodles, but no, it seems just, to be a pretty good game. Certain elements that are just there because some concessions do need to be made, but yeah, but all up, it's so far from what I've seen, it's just been like nothing but grand, you know, having fun wizarding, riding brooms, and just amazing vistas. Yeah, so um, I actually do have some experience playing uh, Harry Potter games. Well. For the Game Boy, we had the Chamber of Secrets, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was a great game. But on the PlayStation... Jeez, oh, I think PlayStation 1, they had Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Horrible graphics. Really fun game, though. A lot a lot of stuff to explore. Mm-hmm. And I think they've really evolved. Yeah. So, for now. Anyways, to get back on track a little bit, um, the developers have been taking this all in stride because... Mm-hmm. It's on February 9th, sweet. The, they have broken the peak concurrent viewers of record on Twitch at 1.28 million viewers. And it is now, yeah, it was the number one single-player game on Twitch ever. And the developers just said, thank you. Thanks to you. Wow. So something i'm curious about is whether or not all this uh, anti-trans thing may have been kicked up purely for marketing purposes no it's because people genuinely believe jk rowling was just going to commit genocide yeah because god forbid she says that uh, there's only two genders oh no what a shame so my goodness or like Apparent, trans so, be feminist or something. so hang on, you're saying that apparently transgender people in this was supposed to be strung up and um, lynched or something? I, I don't know, they man. Believe. I don't know. I mean, there's some pretty detached people out there. What, what's the rating of this game, out of curiosity? I think it's a PG-rated game. It's. I mean, it is a Harry right. Potter game, and the books were meant for children. 
ideally. So I don't know how they got that, made that reach. Do you mean rating like out of 10? If it was a rating out of ten, I, I may imagine it'd be regarding great scores, unless of yes. course, probably like an eight or nine. Unless, of course, you were one of those journalistic outlets who have basically been under a you know under a moral ethical conundrum in light of this game because they're conflicted that a Hogwarts Legacy is actually a fantastic game, and b they still have to address the elephant in the room that is J.K. Rowling. And to be honest with you, not even J.K. Rowling has actually set up, straight up said she has no involvement in the game. So why, again, is this an elephant in the room? I suppose it falls down to the way people act online at the moment, where if you bought from a shop who has a former employee that supposedly went out and, uh, you know, said something nasty towards a community member, you must be cancelled. But I, I... I honestly don't know half the time. It's it's not even that bad, dude. Like J.K. Rowling, all she's she just stands by, you know, like reality and like her own opinions, and then people on Twitter just freaked out, like, ah, how dare you? You're not woke enough. Boycott Harry Potter. Like what? I I thought boycotting Harry Potter was like a religious thing, you know? Like when the like early when it first came out, there was a lot of like conservative Christian groups out there that were literally saying that this was witchcraft and they have to like ban the books from their churches and all this crazy stuff. But didn't that happen like when Harry Potter was uh, like a thing back in the day? Yeah. I do yeah. recall seeing news from America, mostly from America, about how Harry Potter books were being banned at certain schools and certain libraries because of the whole magic thing. They, don't, they didn't want kids summoning demons or something. <laughs> yep. And now, now it's the, the, the woke alt-leftist crowd being like, well, how dare you uh, be against the trans? The boycott it all. It's not even about that anymore. Like, they don't even care about the magic. They just don't like J.K. Rowling because she has opinions that they disagree with. Right. And you know what? To get to this conundrum, we're going to go further into this rabbit hole. And now outlets are, now, are saying they've had to write pieces saying they are questioning whether it's ethical to play Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> what? Playing Hog okay, so are we talking about the trans community here? Well, sorry, the lunatic trans community organization part of that whole thing or are we talking about like oh, uh, there was Christian... one one a reviewer from IGN that basically penned the question is it ethical to play Hogwarts Legacy in his review of it oh his... the uh, NPC news news organizations right that's yeah IGN is an NPC news organization because again they're not run by gamers they're run by fucking anyway so to, to get an answer to this question I basically penned the tagline you know, and I have to ask a you know question of this, of our time: Is wizarding halal? Yes. Shame on you, magic users! How dare you? Halal, I would say no. <laughs> Good answers, both things considered. Again, like it really depends on your you know perspective and your viewpoint to be to really well, be a measure of it. 
I'm guessing by the term halal, you're referring to sort of like the Muslim expression for it, at which point my, while I'm not Muslim myself, I'm guessing it's no. In a way, yeah, I just basically kind of made it as a joke, like, is it right or is it, you know, right to eat? You know, kind of like in the same analogy that pork is not halal. Because, you know, again, it is unclean. But but in the I guess in the light in light of what's just been happening, you know Hogwarts legacy would be would not be considered halal if you really follow the line of thinking that the boycotters are following. No, definitely not. And, and this does go back to the whole you know Christian groups as well when they were saying it was witchcraft. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you know like very conservative type of is like Muslims or whatever. Yeah, they would probably see this as some kind of a witchcraft against God and satanic nonsense. How dare you play this game? Ugh, evil, bad, goodness. Yeah. And like I said, to get to the whole crux of what's really happened with the whole is ethical to play, the IGN reviewer said, you know, as critics, our job is to answer the question of whether or not we find Hogwarts Legacy to be fun to play and why. Whether it's ethical to play is a separate but still very important question. Um, hold on. Uh, there's a game that was made from a book. Uh, the Turner Diaries. I would say the ethics behind playing that game would count considering sort of like the topics in it. Hogwarts, so what are the topics in it that are questionable? Please, is it in the... Yeah, please, um, enlighten us, you know? <laughs> like, I know people have gone their hands and played the game, and today is actually the day that Hogwarts Legacy has been officially released on PlayStation 5, Steam, and many more other platforms. And Nintendo Switch, how cool is that? That's pretty awesome. You know, well, the developers releases, actually, yeah. you know, just taking this all in, just it must be really surreal to them. Like, it, I'm sure it would be for you. Like, if you just made, you know, if you're behind the development of this great game, you know, pre-orders and everything else is just shot through the roof. You're just gonna put up, you know, put your feet up and say, "Man." I really hope that this didn't actually get started because some marketing company thought that going anti-trans would sell. Obviously, they were right, but I mean, I really hope it's not some marketing wank to get. No, this it's sort not. Of it's sold. actually not. It's just idiots just being idiots. And just so it's it's not exactly a secret that there is a transgendered character in Hogwarts Legacy, but even then, that was like the the protest crowd was not happy with it still. That, that even that's not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> but this this does show an interesting um, trend because this was supposed to be anti. Uh, I'm assuming if we stretch it, LGBTQIM plus. And yet, for some reason, I mean, how many copies were sold so far? You know, pre-release and on the day. Oh, a lot. I mean, it was basically top of the Steam charts. So it did quite well. Yeah. And then, you know, that's I haven't even factored in the console versions either. Oh, boy. 
Oh, I see a lot of people online also turning around and touting about playing this game. I'm, I'm personally not interested. I mean, playing as a wizard or a witch in a um, like the hog in the uh, whole Harry Potter universe, it it's, it doesn't appeal to me all that much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine if it's not if it's not the game for you because it's. But I haven't seen anything controversial about the game. Yeah, that, that's 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 the thing that's confusing me about why everyone's getting all sort of um up and rowdy. For instance, the game that's based on the Turner Diaries. I take issue with that game because part of it is you basically walk into a room with a bunch of people who are homosexuals and you beat them to death. I find that problematic. Yeah, that's but for some reason, better. some people find that acceptable. So is there anything like that in Hogwarts Legacy? Nah. No, to my yeah, knowledge, I don't think Cast so. some spells and, you know. Yeah, live the life out as a, as a wizard at the school. From what I've seen, you get to pick um, your race, your skin color, uh, so much about your clothing. I mean... And whether or not you're a witch or a wizard. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's giving you options. It's like what Pokemon was. Yeah. uh, When it was really good. You know, black and white. uh, The I'd say X and Y was starting when it started to go downhill. I wish they really made a Pokemon game like Black and White. I mean, that was damn good. <laughs> well, the, the whole reason people are like all up in arms about this, it's not about the whole religious thing, witch or wizards or whatever. It's really about J.K. Rowling. You know, the whole Twitterati mob. They just dislike her so much. And uh, anything Harry Potter related. Man, I was watching um, a YouTube video, I believe, and there is this girl who, like, had an entire arm sleeve tattoo of Harry Potter. She posted a picture of herself, and she said, I'm so done with Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling, and you betrayed me. And I'm like, like what? <laughs> like, huh? Thank you for the advertisement. <laughs> yeah, really. It was bonkers, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing getting a whole Harry Potter tattoo on your entire arm? You're basically getting a tattoo out of spite. Yeah. No, no, no. No, She had it before. She said she got it in 2012. And then when Hogwarts Legacy came out, she got all, like, mad. And then it's like, fuck you, I'm going to get my tattoos removed. Oh, that is going to be painful. (laughs) The whole arm. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Now, here's another little funny article that's here as a result of this reaction to Hogwarts Legacy. How to hide your Hogwarts Legacy achievements and trophies from your friends and family. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Sorry. Just. (laughs) No, mom. I I swear. I I didn't get a trophy. It's it's not me. No. The game just rewarded me for it. It's not like I'm (laughs) a bad kid or anything. I I didn't mean to cast a spell that. Defeated the Dark Lord. Please forgive me. Oh, so it says uh, for many gamers, Hogwarts Legacy will be a dirty secret. The game isn't officially out until February oh, it's 10th. Out now. Yeah, out now. Although many of uh, those who have already streamed it have faced intense condemnation being uh, seen as promoting J.K. Rowling's transphobia. <clears throat> Who wrote this crap? Who wrote this? What the hell? 
we got this covered as being is a woke is a woke trash rag. So no as surprise. such, we suspect at least some of you will want to keep your enjoyment of the game under wraps. Although, if you feel guilty, we're suggesting putting your money where your mouth is and skipping it altogether. Yeah, I call bullshit on that because for many gamers, what do you mean? Who 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 is upset about this? Wackadoodles like him. Well, it's a dirty secret. You 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 can't enjoy a game that came out because of Boom the trans. Get out! What the heck is Church it? Groups <laughs> also had the same thing to say about D and D. It's like yeah, they did back in the day. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they thought you were like conjuring demons or whatever. I, 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 if you are going to attack somebody for playing a game like Hogwarts because of the actions of the person who owns the cop, the rights to the franchise, you're not really being a very fair and equitable person. You're not being like the, uh, what's the stupid bullshit they sort of ramble on about, you know, acceptance and, Whatever the fuck they say. Tolerance tolerance and inclusivity, all that crap, yeah. By turning around and harassing and bullying, it's I'm not going to be surprised if I start seeing physical assaults because people play this game. Just understand that when you show this is the kind of behavior you wish to put towards those you don't agree with, I'm just going to come out right and say, that's what the fucking Nazis did back in the 1940s, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Go right on. That's it, man. You want to be violent, fucking thugs. Fine, but don't turn around and say, we're welcoming. Here's a game we don't like. Now we're going to fucking kill you. Dumb shit. Seriously. Yeah. And you it's know, a if, fucking if, game, and people like it for what it is. That's what you should be basing it on. When you start basing it on someone, where how much actual work did J.K. Rowling uh, participate or take in when making this game? What no, was her no, level of input? Had no involvement in it. I mean, she did create the Harry Potter universe, but you know, it, it's articles like this that are trying to sway people's opinions, and try to make you feel bad. Just for liking something entertaining. Uh, like, imagine that. Like you, have, you know, you want to enjoy Hogwarts Legacy, but you want to stay in the closet. Yeah, what? Who thinks you know, like if, that? If someone wants to keep this secret and hidden, the best thing to do would be to create a second account. No, no. Problem fuck solved. That. No, don't even create it. Just play it, have fun, you do you. Like... There's, there's no reason. That's it. Like, guilt like that is just a product of the mind that you generate. It's like the significance you put into it. The downside is that when you're in a um, social group, if you do something that majority feel uh, problematic, sometimes it's best not to rock the boat. That's if you still want to stay friends. But then again, you shouldn't be friends with fucking twats like this. It's not healthy. <laughs> No, no, it's not. And I mean, I have... You literally look at these people the wrong way and they'll want to deck you for it. Or they'll basically just crumble to a point where they won't be able to do anything for the next like 72 hours. But that might be a, a positive, I don't know. I have a feeling this is like the, the Streisand effect, right? So it is the there's, there's so much, you know, whatever controversy, which is all 
a bullshit nonsense. But people are hearing about this, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go play this game. I'm going to go buy it and download it. And th that's why their numbers are the way they are. 1.28 million people streaming? Viewing, like, what yeah. the heck? You no, know, not like viewing. Most going to cost Oh, you're viewing, viewing, yeah. It's like, and now that's it's just amazing. the publicity spreading. Like wildfire. Could you imagine if uh, everyone who played that game got cancelled? <laughs> they, actually, they actually tried to put the people who streamed that game on a list. You know oh, what? you want to put people on a list now, do you? Well, aren't you special? No organization in the past has ever done that to people that they've disagreed with. You shall not be enjoying the games. Show me thy papers. <laughs> the few horror does uh... not like it. <laughs> like, this is what it feels like. Like, what are they trying to do here, man? Like, what the heck? <sighs> lists. Wow. I mean, look, if you're going to create a list of um, contacts to share information with, that, that's one thing. But if you want to create a, like a hit list, you're fucking barking up the wrong tree. I'm sorry, but you're really barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, and these are the same people <laughs> who say oh. that oh, if you play this game, you're a transphobic, fascist, you know, whatever the crap. And it's like, yo, if someone just enjoys the game, you're putting them on a list because they streamed it. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, insane. Oh, man, what are they going to do? What what, I, what actual action are they going to take that either leads to, leads up to, or is an act of either verbal or physical violence? I mean, shit. I think they're just going to keep on complaining on Twitter and keep on writing articles like this and saying, yeah. you should hide your enjoyment. Yeah, at which point, this is the downside, but the more you bitch about it, the more popular it's going to be. Yeah, because people are so done with this woke bullshit. They don't care. They just want to enjoy a good, you know, content, right? Although I suppose because of the laws that were introduced, especially in my state or in my country as well, uh, mm -hmm. if it's considered to be problematic or, for instance, an attack on or something against a particular group or minority it's illegal and you go to you get charged you can get in trouble for it and all this sort of weird shit so this is probably the route they try to go down good luck with that <laughs> yeah right oh i wouldn't be surprised if some idiot tried to get a ban in australia <laughs> although we did have some really shitty gun laws uh not gun laws sorry uh gaming restrictions back in the day i mean Left 4 Dead 2 was basically muted because some useless fucking twat yeah. in one state said, we are not going to have this kind of violence in this country. We will not stand for it. <laughs> uh, muting bloody man, Left 4 Dead 2 was a... Man. Uh, I'm getting worked bless, up on this. Bless their poor selfish hearts. Oh, well. Anyway, just to wrap up this segment, I know for sure what the ideal course of action with this is going to be. See this game is available <laughs> now. Yeah. All right. So, how much is yep. this game? Oh it's shit! Currently it's currently eighty-nine ninety-five Australian dollars on lo with local pricing. Again, if you're buying the console version, you may want to you know check your retailer, check with your, with your local game shop, wherever you choose to get it. 
and you know Steam's pricings are of course regional based on which country you're in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played Harry Potter games before. Now I don't have Steam or anything, but I'm I'm thinking I might just want to get this game just to try it out and give the developers you know the money and all that. J.K. Rowling gets a cut through um, however that cell system works. Oh, good. Sure. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. (laughs) I really don't. Good for her. Like, she was literally, I believe, like, her backstory was, like, she was homeless at one point. She was very poor, and she used to tell stories to her kids about wizards and magic and crap. And uh, she, I think the story was she had the idea of Harry Potter when she was on a train and looked out into a field into a cow. And she looked into the cow's eyes and had the idea for Harry Potter. <laughs> that's, that's literally how she got the idea for Harry Potter. She was on a train, looked at a cow, and that was it. So, uh, Vera. I, you know, I know it sounds Australia. pretty bonkers, but like, you know what? Uh, Whatever. I, I don't know about um, in America, but in Australia, a cow is a derogatory term for a fat woman. Oh, uh, yeah, it is here in America too. Yeah, but no, this is a this is an actual farm animal cow. That that's where she got the idea from. I don't. I'm not sure how that happened. Maybe maybe the cow was an animagus wizard, and just cast a spell on her and gave her the idea. Fuck it, I don't know. It's an omen. <laughs> As it always says. I don't know. In much the same way that my screen burned oh. when I was watching Harry Potter in the big screen. <laughs> ah, well. But that's that, though. So, whatever you choose to do, if you choose to enjoy Hogwarts Legacy, do it for you, man. Enjoy the game because you love Harry Potter or whatever have you. There is no need to be shamed about it. I'm just going to say this about... Um buying because of support you don't have to do that having a neutral feeling towards it it's like eh not my thing it's yeah, perfectly fine, fine. Mm-hmm. indeed <sighs> all right now next item on the show we did not get a chance to cover this through so we're going to get this chance today something you've missed out on all right Amazon reportedly buys Tomb Raider franchise rights for six hundred million dollars. Uh, so, this is interesting. Uh, do, do you guys think that Lara Croft, you know, Tomb Raider, is worth six hundred million dollars? I know back in the day it was popular, but I think Amazon might have an interest in doing a series. For it, yeah, and that's uh, they are. Yeah. Bought it. I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon's looking at doing some sort of streaming games like uh, what Google, Google did tried to get started with Stadia, which was a yeah, anyway, really something like that should have been set up to be played on like any major console. Probably Nintendo would have their stick up their ass about it, but I'm pretty sure Xbox and PlayStation be like, hey, more yeah. reason to buy our console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come over. We'll uh, we'll all buddy up and cuddle. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. But right now, like Amazon does have a big plan for Tomb Raider, like like it says on the first line. Mm-hmm. Right? 
They're working on a new TV series and movie with a view to building an interconnected Tomb Raider universe. So already, you know, TV series, movie, check. Games, I don't know about that yet. But honestly, I want to stop here and say it's it's just been a big trend now that they're turning games into TV series and movies now. Like how many games and stuff have been have been given that treatment as of well, late, like last three, I, you three know, years? I, I think it works it works better backwards, right? Like when you have a movie and then you make a video game about the movie, because you know, that's different. But when you have like a video game and you try to make a movie about that, it doesn't always work out very well. I think yes. though that um, uh, like remember the first Tomb Raider movie um with Angelina Marvel. Jolie, yeah. yeah, that was actually really good. Like it was a yeah. fun action movie. It was it was very successful in the box office, all that. So they did a good job there. A, a TV series, I mean, if they take the concept and they do it right, it could work. I'll be honest, I agree with you on that, Avera. I really hope they don't go down the way of um. Uh, Resident Evil. No, not Resident Evil. (coughs) Uh, What was that one they did recently that really bombed? Like, uh, they just completely screwed up the the storyline to the whole franchise? The Hobbits? Yeah, The Hobbit. The Hobbit. Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Yes, that. God help us. Yes, goodness, no. No. Amazon. Amazon. Please. Please, 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 if you are going to do a TV show, I would love to see Angelina Jolie playing some kind of role. I really, really would. I don't care if it's like a side role or if there's a bit of time travel and a future self comes back in time to sort of like uh, join in on an adventure from way back in our um, youth. That would be fun if you could write it properly, but please, I would love to see Angelina Jolie on screen in a Tomb Raider franchise show or movie. I really would. Oh, man, she's fantastic. But when it comes to Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie is so close to the original character design, it is uncanny. Mm-hmm. Now, Well, she was 20 years ago when the movie came out, so uh, I don't know about now. Yeah, now they've rebooted the Tomb Raider series, put in a new act, you know, a new actor that's depicting the character. They've had three games out of the, the rebooted Tomb Raider. So mm-hmm. Yes, but it's she's... really interesting if they'll continue that rebooted Tomb Raider or the or the old style of Tomb Raider where she's wearing short shorts. I mean, man, <laughs> it, was, it was really uncanny. Like, if you watch the original Tomb Raider movie with Angelina Jolie, like she looks like Lara Croft, like straight up. Like you could, it's totally believable. <laughs> it was a fun movie, man. See, this, this, that—that's the best part because if they still base the character on the original one, mm-hmm. because uh, the actress is how old is she? What, like, uh, what does it sound here? She's forty-seven at the moment. So you could have time travel if you find the right actress to play uh, the younger version of herself. Yeah, like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. If done right, it could be great. Well, heck yeah. I really hope they, so. Uh... But but here's here's the thing though. See, Amazon is 
uh, they, they spent what a billion dollars on a very popular IP, Lord of the Rings, and they totally botched it. So with six hundred million dollars for Tomb Raider, man, I, I hope that's, I hope they don't mess it up. See, that's the thing where I hope that the people at the t uh, Jeff Bezos didn't have anything to do, or any of his um, goons or hooligans at the top had anything to do with what happened with Lord of the Rings. I hope it was just the people who did the story uh, towards the show and worked on the show, the reason why it was just, you know, a, a shit fest. And with Tomb Raider, they can actually bring in proper individuals who want to tell a good story and have some fun doing it because that's the most important thing. I don't want to see another, uh, what was that movie called again? <sighs> God, drawing a lot of blanks. I don't want to see a Mulan 2020. I really don't. Oh, no one wants to see that. No. I think the biggest question, like you said, that it should be asked is how much optimism do you have of this thing being in the hands of Amazon now? Oh, boy. Like you said, you know, they've... um. The current iteration of the Rings of Power is really, it's so how you're doing. That it just, you know, Kratos' son told, you know, told his dad, Jeff, don't fuck this up. And again, what does he do? Fucks it up. Dragon Ball Evolution! Well, something good came out of Dragon Ball Evolution, at least. We got a bunch more series of the, dra the uh, whole Dragon Ball series, but still. Mm -hmm. Alright, so what's in the rest of this news article? I would say, if nothing else, like, if the acquisition basically comes with them you know, working on the plans, but also with, in regards to games, um, the last to my knowledge, the last Tomb Raider game, the big one, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, was out in 2018. So it's been about four inching on five years since the another Tomb Raider game. So, hmm. really. Okay. But $600 million, man. I think oh how some goodness. people have said that Square Enix, the people who who currently had who have this um, may have really really undervalued Tomb Raider. You know, like for something that has like a long spanning heritage and all of that, you would think it'd be at least like an extra digit higher than six hundred million. I don't really think so. I don't know. Well, considering how things sort of um, go lately. Undervaluing it might have just not have just been because of Square Enix. It may just be the way the industry's been running for the last like decade or so. I mean, look at Spyro the Dragon. I mean, that game went basic downhill after the uh, creators ended up stopped having access to it. Well, they they, they went downhill after Insomniac basically uh, gave up the rights to the game, and then you had uh, Enter the Dragonfly. God help us. We don't and talk then... about that. <laughs> Right. And after that, eventually Spyro would basically be reconnected back to the original trilogy, 
and there's a lot of talks with Spyro getting a new game this year in 2023. Maybe. Because now they're in the same umbrella as the Crash Bandicoot series, and they're both just like, you know, two peas in, you know, two peas in a pod. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. But here's another thing. Okay. 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 I just found this. Just a bit quickly. We're going to cut through this. Amazon reportedly wants to turn Tomb Raider into a Marvel-like franchise. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, wow! Oh. Wow! What? The whole interconnected game, film, and TV series releases, they're going to try and like a, an interweaved Tomb Raider world, essentially. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I think their ambitions are a tad too high. I think so too. It's it's just honestly I think I just think it's a bit too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Start with the T V show or whatever and make it like if it was based on the game, if we had Lara Croft, you know, going through like literal like tombs and I don't know, pushing boxes and swimming and doing her thing and finding artifacts and fighting monsters and whatever. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, Indiana Jones crossover. That'd be funny. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would Especially be. Especially doubly more so because Indiana Jones has a new movie in the pipeline. So all the more... All the more reason to... um. You know, have that crossover. I hope this movie didn't take too much out of, out of Harrison Ford. I really do, because it would be nice to see him in another movie again. But we'll have to see. I don't want to repeat the Crystal Skull. No, what, dude, Harrison Ford is eighty years old. Did you know that? And he's been <laughs> aging gracefully. He that really has, great. though. Like he doesn't. He looks like he's still sixty. It's crazy. Well, Harris, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. Just don't, <laughs> just don't let Crystal Skull be a repeat, please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty goofy. The aliens and all that crap. Spoiler alert: There's aliens. Yeah, the movie's been out for so long. Spoilers don't. Matter. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So. In that sense, we've got one other item that we're going to go through. If you're right. you may know more than what I do about this. Okay. Okay. So, Showtime and Paramount Plus streaming services to merge later this year. Okay. So this is uh, this is actually pretty big. Very interesting thing here. We have a streaming video. Uh, bingers may soon have one fewer subscription service to pony up before. So basically, HBO Max and Paramount Plus are merging. And I believe it's... Well, they were formerly Viacom, but I, I think that they're coming together here. And I think, you know, if they consolidate the market, then it's actually a better thing if you're trying to keep track of all your subscriptions, because... 
It will be, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you have uh, Paramount Plus has grown to 46 million subscribers, and according to the lion's share of the company's 67 million total streaming subscribers, uh, the company said in November of 2022. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: like, I seem to be really believe that the whole street, the whole TV streaming thing, has um just rec- hit its peak. Really, it's just become like so saturated, and everybody wants a piece of the pie. You know what I'm saying? The problem well, at this is... point, it seems like it's it's monopolizing. Right. The, but still, the problem. Go on. Sorry, the, the problem is is that because we've got so many services at such high prices, people are just you know, flooded for choices. I mean, do you want to have this, or would you rather go with that? And there are right. other people who literally can't afford it. Yeah. As I've said That's before, true. they a lot of these companies need to get together, throw themselves all into one, take all um, the infrastructure itself is going to be insane for hosting a lot of this content. If they instead threw it all in, say you get five or six different services throwing it all in together and simply sharing the same, you will have a lot of energy saving. They should be able to save money on rental because they just simply share the cost. I don't know how they'd do it um, you know, contract-wise, but eh. Well, that uh, way, uh, oh, sorry. That way they'll have uh, more people being able to actually watch it. Yes, at the moment, $20 is expensive, but if you've got access to like five different services without issues of being able to watch anything, then these companies would also get the really valuable part of, well, what are people watching more of? You know, is Paramount being watched? Is Discovery Channel getting watched more? Is Disney getting watched more? How long are people, are, you know, how much of a show are people actually watching of Disney or whatever show they're watching? And, you know, do mm-hmm. they come back and watch it later on? That sort of stuff. But having like all these separate different companies, just streaming services just muddies the water. Uh, Apple being separate, Amazon being separate. Yes, fine. But the more traditional based companies really should try and, uh, you know, join together and be separate from, you know, right. Well, the they should, but the, the problem with like a whole muddy the water thing, there's there's a bunch of different streaming services out there, and you have to pay monthly for them. Like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm subscribed to Hulu and Netflix and Paramount Plus and HBO and Discovery. It's like that adds up. That's like a hundred dollars a month just to watch movies on online when you either one you could be watching cable which no one watches now so that's why they're jumping on this market but like each of these channels like they have certain rights to certain uh franchises and ips and with this merger actually um paramount plus and hbo they actually got rid of a couple of of shows and episodes from shows i believe it was uh Oh, was there something from Nickelodeon, I think? There, there was some kind of cartoon recently that was just deleted entirely. Like, like a hundred episodes were just gone uh, because of this whole deal that's going on. Like, they just lost the rights to it. So, if they're losing money and they want to, like, you know, get their shit together, this might be a good option, hopefully. Right. Like, Plus, yeah, and it's less, you know, monthly payments for the consumer. Granted, it might be like twenty bucks a month, or I think it was uh, ten ninety nine for like their special service or whatever. I think Paramount was saying eleven bucks a month 
just to like watch videos. <sighs> I, I don't know. Think they should. Uh, these companies should also look at approaching YouTube's model, where you've got free with ads supported, and you've got paid without ads. That I mean, could work. Yeah, like pay pay to not have commercials or the other thing is less. if they cut it down to like uh, 480p, 480p on mobile. Uh, majority of uh, like your computer screen, not really much of a problem. Yes, you don't get the high fancy resolution. I mean, by by means, by all means, if you want like a decent picture quality, you need at least 720p. But still, mm -hmm. if if I could watch this stuff um, from my television, uh, from my computer, without having to worry about oh well, you're in Australia, so we can't show you this particular shit. Yeah, get rid of that fucking stupid shit. It doesn't help. It also doesn't help the companies who own this material to discover whether or not their material is, in fact, worth investing in. If the service was free to access under restrictions, so, for instance, like advertisement, they go, oh, hey, this old show has been getting a bit of a, you know, being watched a lot. Maybe we should invest and try to make something new or do a special reboot for one episode or something to say, hey, this is what's happening like uh, 10 to 20 years later. I mean, who would like to see how the uh, characters in Seinfeld are doing since the show ended? Like a, one of um, you know... Uh, Did, didn't they try that with Friends? Like, didn't they try to bring Friends back? No, I think Friends, they did like a a, a reunion special, but that was it. What about uh, Roseanne? Only without Roseanne. Oh! Yeah, remember that shit? Yeah, that was a debacle. Roseanne's, <laughs> Roseanne's basically proof where if you're a big actor, you might want to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how well that's going to work out in, in current yeah, it's, year. Uh, she lost her job, and now there's a TV show called The Carners because apparently Roseanne sort of cocked it off screen. <laughs> Yeah, something, some shit on Twitter went down, and like the Roseanne show without Roseanne, it's so ridiculous, dude. Technically, she said something racist, and I'll use the word technically here. I don't recall the exact things that were said. People lost their shit. She lost her job. So whatever happened to believe all women? I'm guessing uh, believe all non-fat white women. So whatever. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it wasn't. I probably wasn't all that bad. You know, people on Twitter just explode over nothing. But, like, with reboots like that, uh, without the main actress, like, come on, what are you going to do? The Connors, they have a TV show already for it. It's been going. I know, I know. God. The I'm not watching it. No way. I forget. What show were we talking about again? <laughs> with in light of what's just been happening, like with all these oh, services sorry. and all these exclusives, you know, you just gotta yeah. wait them up. Like, which which one do you want to go with? Which exclusive TV show do you want to um really see? Oh, tell you what, yeah. well, we actually have on. we have a live comment here from Boxcar. Uh, very interesting. He says, "My thought is, if it's on a streaming service, uh, then most likely I'll never see it unless it finds its way to YouTube." That's a good point too, man. Um, yeah, yeah, you're you're right about that. Because like, I'm not subscribed to like Disney Plus or Hulu or whatever the crap. I mostly just watch YouTube. I, I think most people do. 
I'll go subscribe to um, Disney Plus when I can get a meat cleaver to take off my arm and then send it into the Disney Corporation. Yeah, no, I'm not giving Disney any of my money. No way. They don't deserve that. <laughs> I'm not doing that after all the crap they pulled. Oh, the Star Wars, get real. Lately, it's been getting more entertaining to be honest. But look, it really falls down to the point where a lot of people uh, probably don't realize this, but the streaming services, the way they're set up, is just too chaotic. Mm-hmm. It really needs to be sort of like the light bulb conspiracy, which technically is not, it is a conspiracy, but whatever. Um, these organizations need to get together, figure out a single charge, definitely offer a free service to be able to watch at least stuff, either everything or limit to how much you can watch. Just if you can get people to freely watch your shows, you will get so much data that it will be fucking insane. But of course, give people reasons to pay without being, uh, you know, dropping it on their shoulders all the time. And you brought up a really good point earlier, Noble. Uh, You said, like, they should follow the YouTube model, which, yeah, that would actually make sense. I wouldn't wouldn't mind paying, like, five or even, like, seven dollars to not see ads or whatever, but to watch anything I want to, right? What about this for an idea? What if these, uh, the the companies that own all these franchises turned around and had talks with Google about uploading all their content to YouTube, but having a separate, so one big, uh, one big organization distributing all the material, it being hosted on YouTube can be watched on YouTube. So the free stuff's available at the drop of a hat with or without an account. But if you want to watch it, you have to pay for a separate service other than um, Google Premium. But Google Premium also gets a bit of a you know a next level where you also get all that stuff as well for an extra cost, preferably less than what you would if you were to buy it separately. Yeah, I mean that'd be fine because like I I would like to you know watch I don't know The Lion King or something online, but you can't unless you pay for it, which is kind of lame. I get it, but, you know. There has been an interesting um, trend with some smaller uh, rights holders. So, for instance, Mummy's Alive. A lot of their episodes have been uploaded and is hosted on YouTube to watch for free. Some shows do have that. Yeah, you're you're right. The real Ghostbusters has done it as well. And I've binged as much of the episodes as I can as they get released. Nice. So it's been nice to watch that old cartoon. But that's the thing. It's only the smaller operations that are doing this, which is great because the material gets out there. Where I believe the real Ghostbusters actually had a DVD box set once sold, which I didn't get, which was a real shame. Uh, and the thing is, when companies do this, for example, like Cartoon Network, right? Uh, during um, Halloween... They aired the entire series, like the mini series of Over the Garden Wall, for free. You know, there is like a twenty-four hour marathon, and that got like over a million views. Man, like it was crazy. But and of course, they took it down after Halloween. But like, if companies were to do stuff like that, that would—that's the best advertising they could possibly have. They don't have to pay for anything. I mean, if they just have it for free, there people are going to see it and share it and watch it. The thing I'd have to ask, though is how much would it cost a company to post these videos on YouTube and allow people to watch? Isn't it free? 
yeah, it's nothing. For the hosting. It, it doesn't cost anything. You just upload it to the uh, channel, no, no. and then there you go. Avira, there is a fee. Uh, so, for instance, if any of the converting the video, converting the file, converting the material that they have to a digital format, that's going to cost money. And okay, okay. how degraded the material is, it's going to cost a fair chunk. Uh, then there's someone to actually manage the uh, the YouTube account, and you, you'd need to at least have a small team of people for that. Okay, fair enough. But but the value so if, if the value of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people tuning in with the ad revenue alone, they're going to make that up like quickly. But the th the thing is, and this is where my argument comes in about um, marketing. For a bunch of guys in a boardroom, a bunch of fat pricks with a basically heads shoved up their ass so far that it's not funny. For them to judge whether or not something's going to be worthwhile investing, if they turn around, and put the old franchise out, and it gets a, sh they get like millions upon millions of views. You go and say, well, yes, we put this out. We had millions of people watch the show. They watched like ninety percent of the episodes. Uh, of those episodes that were watched, seventy percent were seen all the way through. We want to invest more money into this franchise to get it kicked up. There's obviously an interest. What do you think? I mean, okay. if you've got the actual numbers to say, yes, people still like this show today. I mean, you know, research like that is almost invaluable. Oh, that's for so valuable. Definitely. Like, if they were to just put stuff out there and, like, look at the statistics, like, see how many people are actually tuning in. Yeah. That's good data. Uh, what was it? Disney Plus had a – they almost had it, to be honest with you. So remember how they were releasing movies at the cinema and also for the streaming service? Yeah. But you still, what was like $20 to watch the movie on the streaming service, but it, while it was at the cinema? Uh, I don't yeah. remember the price, but yeah, that sounds okay. about right. So in Australia, I remember seeing that and I'm thinking, okay, so for that price, I could actually go and see it at the cinema for less. Ooh. Now... The catch-22 is, if someone can't go to the cinema, they don't get to miss out. If someone wants to go and have the cinema experience, and then because some snot-nosed little fucking shit was screaming their lungs out halfway through the movie, you can then go home, pay the $20, and watch it in peace and comfort at your own home. Yeah, that's I, the price of convenience, right? Despite it being Disney, I liked that model. It also meant, now, if you charge a little bit more than what you could see at the cinema, cinema goers will at least have the opportunity to choose, and at least the cinemas can turn around. They can argue that it's going to eat into their revenue, but if it's cheaper to go to them, the argument's kind of mute. Because if you want to see it at the cinema, you go to the cinema. If you just want to watch it at home, you've got the option. And for... Didn't they, like, kill that off, though? Uh, Disney Plus? Did they do that? No, I don't uh, know. The whole movie thing. Uh, yeah, well, releases. I can't see any cinemas in my, in my neck of the woods. Like, not, not cinemas, the rental, <clears throat> movie rental shops. Oh, yeah, well, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> there's no, there's uh, no Blockbuster, there's none of that crap. I think there's still one Blockbuster left, actually. There is, yeah, yes. There is one... Yeah single blockbuster store left and it's like 
the legacy store. <laughs> Man, I remember going to Blockbuster when I was like ten. Oh, dude, that oh, it was so awesome. I love it. I would like me, rent games City. From there too. <laughs> it wasn't until like the dead end of the whole um, video rental franchise thing that we actually got uh, Blockbuster in my state, and before that, it was just Video City or like the uh, mm-hmm. corner store. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I guess this is where we're at, though. Like this is. All the time we've got for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this as much as we did in the making of it. And who would like to wrap up with a closing statement? Uh, Noble, what do you think? Uh, I think people need to take a step back from gaming and when it comes to reviewing actually review the fucking content of the game itself and not what about some person in a basic giant ass mansion has to say about shit. All right, yeah, right on. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, um okay. I think Hogwarts Legacy uh, is a it looks like a fun game. It's something that I actually would like to play. I mean, I am more, probably more of a Harry Potter fan than uh, both of you guys. Yeah, it's something I'd be interested in. I don't give a flying crap about the controversy or whatever. Like, if it's a good game, then it's a good game. You know, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's it, man. You know, and in addition to that, I really hope that the Lara Croft TV series is actually good. I'm always optimistic about things. I was optimistic about Rings of Power, and I was very disappointed in that. So, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an awesome night. Definitely, yes. And as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is our signing off for the week. Farewell. Until next time. (laughs) Bye. Later.